Unerased. It's a new podcast that reveals the hidden history of conversion therapy in America. Because over 700,000 people have been subjected to conversion therapy, so Unerased tells their stories. The show is from Jad Aboomrod. He is the co-creator of Radio Lab, and it features interviews with survivors, with experts, and more. Uh, the first episode um, features Garrett Conley. Uh, he wrote the memoir Boy Erased. It has now been turned into a huge movie, a great movie. Folks, oh, and you saw it. I did see it. It's uh, it's really it's uh, something. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, it of course has Lucas Hedges from Lady Bird and Joel Edgerton and Russell Crowe and a gal by the name of Nicole Kidman. Mm-hmm. Unerased is out right now. You can listen and subscribe to Unraced in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, Matt. Hello. How are you? I popped in my Central Perk official mints uh, just in time to record. Oh, that's great. Yeah. The mouth of like a minty mouth. Uh, what's going on with the Friends branded uh, branded mints and oh, merchandise? I, you know, we went to the Warner Brothers does a haunted house thing, kind of like Universal oh. does and everything. Sure. It's fucking great. Is it really? It's. Re- I mean, it's so well produced. There's a full um, Camp Crystal Lake. You're like oh. walking through a through a. Are you a Friday the Thirteenth person? Uh, a little, yeah. A little. Seen a couple. Yeah, I don't think I have. I quite know where you're at with horror movies in general. Yeah, I don't love them. You don't love them. Here, okay. I don't love slasher movies. Right. So, um, because it's the ones that I was raised with, Friday the Thirteenth, Halloween, yeah. etc. It is young people who get killed. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful young people who get killed, yeah. and it just makes me sad. I think about their parents. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. They had such hope for these kids. I think and now, they're fun. now it's come to nothing. Okay, yeah. I don't I haven't come back around on them. So you didn't see the new Halloween? No. Wow. No. No interest at all. Oh, it's so good. Really? Yeah. Huh. You know, it's a it's a Me Too revenge fantasy. Oh, okay. Says Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay. But still a lot of people get their heads cut off and stuff. Just enough. Okay. Just the right people. Okay. Um, Interesting. And anyway, so yeah, we went to that and I screamed a lot Mm -hmm. and I got these mints. That's exciting. At the the Central Perk gift shop. That's a lot of fun. Um, That's a lot of fun. So you're, as we record this, you're leaving town tomorrow. Yes. To go to New York. Yes. And? And run the New York City Marathon. It's coming up Sunday. Yeah, I'm a little bit freaking out. Why? Um, Because it's, you know, it's a lot. It's going to be great. I've done my preparation. I've done my, my training, like- to the letter. It's I, I've done everything exactly the way you're supposed to. So now I just go and do the thing. So it's going to be fine. But it's just, you know, you get a little jitters. And who's going to be running with you? Uh, a team of type 1 diabetics from around the world. Mm. Or, um, yeah, it's a, a thing called, uh, there's a group called Beyond Type 1 that was started by Nick Jonas and mm. Sam Talbot from Top Chef. Mm. And uh, and they, they, like, they raise awareness of, you know... It, the fact that type one diabetes need not hold you back from doing right. fun, exciting things. You can be a Dave things. Holmes. You can be a Nick Jonas. You could be a Nick Jonas. Will if he you be running with you? He will not be. We're hoping he'll be there for one of the events, but we don't. But he will not be running with us now. Uh, but anyway, so that is happening this weekend. I'm a little bit freaking out. Um, we're going to see Come From Away again the uh, night before. What? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Taking my mom to it. It's going to be great. Your mom's coming. My mom is coming. This is a big trip. It's it's going to be a big one. Yeah. And then it's election day, which oh, who the there. hell? Yeah. Holy I'm staying for election shit. day. I am hoping, I, I was also there for election day 2016. I hope this is the opposite of that. 
Did you do early voting and I all that did. good stuff? I just voted by mail the other day. As if you hadn't thought of that in advance. I mean, what do what I think I am? Now listen, you know, I want to keep my options open. So I did. I voted by mail. Have you Have you early voted? I haven't decided if I'm going to vote yet. Just kidding. Get the fuck no, I actually want to go on the day of. Yeah. I actually really, really like the the voting place in my neighborhood. Uh-huh. And I'm I, I, the excitement of doing it the day of sure. is good for me. Although yeah. we, we should recommend early voting. Just do across it. the board. Just do it early on time. Whatever. Just yeah. do it. How, speaking of marathons, how was your Heather's marathon experience? Well, yeah. By the time this airs, it will have ended. And he- Heather's is. I'm sure some of you know. I wrote on the show Heather's, which is rebooted the movie, and it was famously. It was that you know classic uh, TV show process where you get delayed, then canceled, then rejected by the other networks, then rescheduled back on the network that canceled you. And then the new development this week was then cancel again. Yeah. So because of the latest tragic shooting, there have uh, sadly been so many. Yeah. You might want to be more specific. We're not, this isn't coming out for five more days. Right. Because of the synagogue (laughs) shooting in Pittsburgh, um, they, they were doing, they were airing two episodes a night binge style. And so the, the, the ones that they decided to pull were episode seven and eight. Episode seven was my episode. Oh, Matt. Quote, unquote, my episode. It has my name on it. It doesn't really mean anything. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, but honestly, at this point, we've been through so much that I, everyone, people are reaching out to me like, I'm so sorry your episode is not airing. And I'm like, I don't, I yeah. feel nothing. Yeah. I truly feel nothing. At this stage, you got to just be wrung out. Oh, completely. Yeah. Um, but it is fun, like getting reactions from people about the show. Uh-huh. I think it's really good. Yeah. So what? So season two. What do we? What season do we know? two. I don't know. We, we 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 already wrote all of it. We actually were almost done writing it when we found out that we were delayed slash canceled. So I don't. No one's super optimistic that it'll ever get made, but you never know. You just never maybe know. the one of the heads of Viacom is a homophilia listener, and oh, this is gonna. Wouldn't that be nice? You know, spark something. A little nudge in the right direction. Yeah. All right. Um, but, uh, you know, Heather's is a wonderful franchise. Very happy to be part of it. Speaking of Heather's, speaking of mean girls who run the world, Uh we have, speaking of franchises, I would say this guy's visits have become a franchise unto themselves. Yes. I mean, and uh, almost as controversial as this television show that I was just talking about. Yep. Uh, was his last appearance on this show. That is absolutely correct. Brian Moylan, writer, raconteur, uh-huh. uh, and newlywed, is here in the studio after the break. Green Chef. Green Chef. It's what, a, that's a fun. Did you just do that on the spot? Was yeah. that a little, Wow. That's Can you jingle. believe the level of improv that I am capable of? That's it, that actually. Real. Yes, and you just experienced it. Yeah, it's a, a green. Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company that includes everything you need to easily cook delicious meals that you can feel good about. Oh, that's great! Green Chef recipes are quick and easy. They give you step by step instructions, tips from chefs, photos to guide you along the way, and they send a wide variety of organic ingredients and imaginative new recipes each week, delivered right. To your door. Here's the thing. I have been open about my disdain for cooking. My uh, inability, more importantly, my uh, lack of interest and passion for it. Uh. 
Green Chef, however, really makes it easy because first of all, uh, there are paleo, vegan, vegetarian, keto, gluten-free options, omnivore, carnivore, whatever uh, food journey you're on. Uh And, you know, I'm on several. Uh, They're addressing it with uh, these recipes with thoughtfully sourced ingredients, gourmet flavor, the kind of stuff that you typically only find in restaurants. Oh, you have it at home. Let Green Chef do the meal planning, the shopping, and the prep for you week after week. You can switch up your meal plan and change the box you're getting whenever you want. So for $50 off your first box of Green Chef, go to greenchef.us slash homo. That's greenchef.us slash homo. Hey, welcome back. Brian Moylan. Hi, Brian Moylan. Thank you for having me. I'm dying to know what was so controversial about my first time around. Well, it was just, you know, you know how people are. They get a little. Uh, they get a little moralistic sometimes. Oh, we have a it. very prudish uh, audience. Well, really, I have yeah. a handful. Then, but it, it's just, you know, you know how it is when you talk about a fun, sexy experience, and then somebody is like, "We're not all like that." Yeah, no, yeah. nobody's saying that we're all like that. But I would say but even more than controversial, it was titillating. Titillating. Well, thank you. And people are, I know, uncomfortable sh- with being titillated. I strive for both. Honestly, Great. to Our be both controversial, glory hole, and titillating. Oh my god, I haven't been to a glory hole in so long. I miss it. Yeah. So if anyone out there has a glory hole, give me a call. Okay, great. You're in Los Angeles for the time being. I am in Los Angeles for the time being. Yeah, okay. yeah. I'm here doing some work and waiting for my visa so that I can return to uh, the United Kingdom. Uh-huh. To where be you now live. Where I now live. Well, once I get my visa where I will now live, yes. That's, very That's why we had to get married. So we're yeah. doing it for the queen. The and queen also for us. love. Uh, well, not. I mean, the love is there. And I think the love would be there without the marriage, yeah. but the visa would not be there visa without the marriage. So, hmm. you so, know. Have you been to Ducky? Ducky, no, I have not been to Ducky, but I have heard of it. March yourself to the Royal Vauxhall Tavern on a Saturday night. And go to Ducky. It okay. is it's my spiritual home. I yeah. shall. It's the place where I feel the most like myself. I, I love it. Yes. The outing at Ducky yes. in the UK because I was with Brian's husband. Uh-huh. It's true. Because uh-huh. I so was not fun. there because I was waiting out my stay here mm-hmm. in uh the United States. It was mm-hmm. much like an episode of Before the 90 Days. I am very much living the Before the 90 Days right now. I have my husband's hair in my backpack. Okay. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's all like that. I love it. Are you into 90 Day Fiance? Okay. Here is my thing. I think that 90 Day Fiance is a good show despite itself. Uh-huh. And that, like, the people are fascinating, but the production of it is just, like, awful. It's not like, great. It's so repetitious. It's so um, just, like, overly produced. It's Every episode's way too long. Uh-huh. So, you know, I think the people are fascinating. I'd love to watch them. And I do love a reality television program. Um, but every sure. episode but, yeah. is 90 minutes. At least. It's insane. Yeah, it's crazy. That's too much. Um, The one thing that I discovered in my new home, the United Kingdom, is a show that I've become obsessed with, which is Love Island. (sighs) Yeah, sure. Do you know of Love Island? Yes, I do. Have you watched it? Yes, I have. Not all of it. Not all of it. I have not made it to the end of this last season. Okay. I have watched nearly all of it. (laughs) So you don't know who wins either. 
Um, I know who wins. Yeah, I know who wins. Oh, okay, cool. What is um, the prize? I, the prize is like 50,000 pounds, which is like nothing. Yeah. And it's 50,000 pounds to split with somebody. So uh-huh. it's really 25,000 pounds. But the prize is love. The prize is love. Like, the prize what, is um, a career as an Instagram influencer. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. I see the the pictures for it. I've I've heard you talking about it, and I know. But honestly, it gives me fucking I, my I get dry mouth and a migraine just like thinking about it. It you you would enjoy it more than you think. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Fun. I'm losing my taste for trashy reality. Really? I know. Have you moved on to trashy scripted? Or are you like reading? Uh, well, and I say that with crazy. disdain. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll dabble in a book here and there. I won't uh-huh. lie. Uh-huh. But I know I, I'm 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 craving like actual like you know stories yeah oh got it but believe me when beverly hills comes when the housewives come back i'll be there on opening night right so exactly you two went and saw erica jane live oh yes we sure did i'd like to hear everything that you'd like to tell me about oh my god it was amazing first of all remind people that brian moylan co-wrote the book pretty mess with erica jane yes out in paperback in january um, and appeared several times on the show. Yes, mm-hmm. I did. And we were VIPs at the Erica Jane show on yeah. the balcony, Whoa. along with Kyle Richards, Maurizio, Dorit, PK, and Lisa Renna with like a giant fake ponytail. Unrecognizable. Oh. Unrecognizable said, with that, long hair. Who is that gorgeous young brunette with the long hair? Giving you like a Romeo and Michelle kind of a thing? Yes, that's Ish? the shape. Yeah. 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 Okay. And we were like, wow, it's Renna because the fans were like chanting Renna, Renna, like yeah. at the show. But the show was amazing. It was maybe 35 to 40 minutes at most. Sure. But it was like full throttle, like backup dancers, pyrotechnics, costume changes, video clips, just confetti cannons, the what, whole all of it. Thing. What were the video clips of? The video clips were some like... some of her best Housewives moments? No, it was like kind of that background visuals. Uh-huh. And okay. sometimes it was simply they're playing the video of the song that she was performing, which is, you know, sure. an yeah. interesting way to go. But kind of but, remixed and with graphics and stuff, so it wasn't okay. they were just playing the straight video. Yeah. It was all... And, and smartly, she did a lot of her lesser-known songs rather than giving you the full song. It was a giant medley. Oh, of, really? Yeah, and so you'd get a chorus and a uh, chorus and a verse of you know some of my favorite songs like you make me want to give you everything which no one else knows because no, it's it, like a deep cut but a b-side yeah and an um, album track right i'm real i'm real into it i love it um but it was a great show the fans were insanely into it and they were filming it for the show uh-huh so yeah, yeah. We had to sign. Did we sign? We didn't have to sign a waiver. But there's we didn't waiver, have to sign a waiver. Posted. Yeah, there was the poster. Like, if you go here, then uh-huh. blah blah blah. I also went to Tom Tom without Matt McConkey. Oh. First mistake. So yeah. What were your thoughts? Um, there was nary a Tom there, and I was a little sad. That is upsetting. I know the food was not great. I don't food drink not great alcohol, so I didn't have any of the drinks. But right. from what my companions told me, they weren't good. No. And um, we were seated right across from the. Bathroom. So the best was watching all of the weird people coming in and out of the bathroom all night because it was very like tourist stop. And uh-huh. I I wore my spring summer uniform, which is a suit with shorts. And the guy at the door was told me that their dress code is no shorts after sundown. Oh, 
Just so you know. You were still there after sundown. He was like, I just want you to know. I just want you to know that. You're breaking the rules. Right. And I was like, okay. And then uh, I just went and sat down. And uh, boy, whatever. Tom, Tom. I know. Put on airs. Snatch it together, um, Tom, Tom. Snatch it together. Did you have the avocado purses? No, there I did not. Avocado purses. <laughs> really? What's yeah. an avocado purse? It's like a pastry with avocado inside. Mm, yeah. Got it. I yeah. Want one. Tied up in a little, with maybe a, maybe a chive. Tying it all together. I'm, I'm imagining like Cheesecake Factory level. Fully. Quality, which yeah. by the way, I'm fine with. Yeah. Did we, do we now say about the Muscle Boys and WeHo that an avocado purse falls out of their mouth? Is that yes. like, yes, is that like how it goes? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, got it. Um, when I was there, Tom Schwartz was there working mm-hmm. the room. Okay. Um, uh, Katie and Stassi and uh, who we suspect is Stassi's new boyfriend were at the table next to us. Okay. Just getting asked for selfies left right. and right. Which is why they're there. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the night after we went, both Toms were there with Shannon Bedore. Oh, wow. So oh, we wow. were, yeah, a oh, day Mercy. too early. Blue, yeah. So close to the sun and yet mystic. Blue. Missed it um, by a day. I had a glass of Vanderpump Rosé while there. Mm. Not great. Not great. No. It, they had. I saw it in the wild this summer in Fire Island. They had it in the sure, Fire Island liquor store. I that don't tracks. know if anybody bought it, but I posted on it. And then when I went to brunch at Matt McConkey's house yesterday, I brought his dog Faye a Vanderpump Rosé chew toy. Oh. She actually got Vanderpump Sangria. Oh, Vanderpump Sangria. Yeah. Sorry. And wow. she was hold- clutching it. And when she, t- when she gets a toy, she'll take it very, very gently and she'll go sit down with it and just hold it. Uh-huh. And so the way that she was holding it was as if she was... She's holding a bottle of sangria in between her paws, right in front of her face. Just uh-huh. like, this is mine. Oh, Don't try it. It's right. very sweet. Don't it's mess with very me. Cute. It's very sweet. Uh, what have you seen lately that you have loved? What have I seen lately that I've loved? Uh, Love Island, obviously. Uh-huh. I'm like still catching up on past seasons, sure. and so that's been really who, good. Um, for our three listeners who watch, who are you attracted to on Love Island? Everyone. Yeah. Like, every guy on Love yeah. Island I would sleep with. Yeah. Like, I can't think of a one, even the worst ones that I would sleep I would sleep with half of the girls on Love Island. Yeah. I mean, beautiful. it's like, G- yeah, a lot. I like Jack. With the bright white teeth. I like Jack. Little, little chunky. I wish somebody little would chunky? give. Little chunky. A little chunky on Love Island. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's allowed. He's the, it's encouraged. You have to have personality. It's like yeah. if you it, you either have abs or personality. Sure. And they only allow one without abs and personality. Yeah. Uh, and the one with the hair, whose name I can't remember. Um, it's like, uh, oh, God damn it. Anyway, the, the one with the hair. The um, one with the beautiful curly hair. Uh, oh, um, Eyal. Eyal, thank Eyal. you. Oh, he was gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Uh, my favorite was actually New Alex. Do you remember him? He came I have not in. Not that far. Oh, okay. He comes in during Casa Amor. Okay. And he has glasses, which oh. is like a, a thing that I find very attractive. And he's like big and kind of swarthy and has okay. glasses. And I'm like into it. Okay. Because there's Dr. Alex. Yeah. And then he's like New Alex. And he has a thing with Megan, who is my favorite. And I was in the UK when Love Island was on, and it is the number one show in the okay, United yeah. Kingdom. People are, like, batty for it. It's on the cover of the newspapers, and you, like, vote on things and stuff. But people hated Megan, and I love Megan because I love sluts. Okay. And Megan was, like, the sluttiest one, and I was like, I love you. That's beautiful. Yeah. You, you feel a uh, kinship? I do, totally, yes. And I think that, you know... Oftentimes, people like Megan are penalized for being slutty, especially yeah. in public. And yeah. I think that's bullshit. That 
we should be as slutty or as unslutty as we want to be. Agreed. And that should be okay. Yeah. Hey, you broke some news on Bitch Sesh uh, this past week that uh, I also learned when we were at the Erica Jane show, which is that you're writing a book. I'm writing a book about the Real Housewives. What? Like a, yeah. like a full compendium. Yeah, like a like a definitive history of the Real Housewives uh-huh. and why we're so obsessed with it and you know what the phenomenon hath wrought, etc. Uh-huh. I mean, Luann took down Megyn Kelly... Um, Can you put that into someone else told me this, but I didn't. yeah. So uh, Luann Deleceps, the who is on the Real Housewives of New York, of course. Uh, last year for Halloween, came to a party dressed as Diana Ross, yeah. but barely. In, but in, like with uh, noticeable bronzer on, noticeable bronzer, and also an afro that Diana Ross has never, never had. had. And it wasn't just an afro wig; it was a joke afro wig. Yes, like something you would wear. It was it was much larger and oddly shaped, and and also it seemed as though she had had to walk through a narrow doorway to get into the party because yeah. it was misshapen. It yeah. was more yeah, it was taller than it was head. wide. Yeah, yeah, and and so she showed up with bronzer on, and some people were like, "That was offensive." She's like, "Oh, it wasn't. I wasn't blackface. It was just bronzer." But that Luann would think that she could go to a party dressed as Diana Ross is a problem to begin with. Mm-hmm. So they were discussing this. Uh, on the Tay Show, and that's when oh, Megan. That's the discussion that led to Megan Kelly's well, blackface. I, they were just talking blackface in general, but I, I, but I think she did point out the Luann. I thing. believe what started it was that they were talking about Luann. Oh, really? If I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. But um, okay. so Luann took her down in a real roundabout way. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. But I mean, it's a long con. If it weren't well, for Luann, yeah, we'd we wouldn't have be even been there. here. I, did you watch in the new ones? Ways. The new third hour of today. No, I don't watch any today. hours of today. I'm usually asleep while today is on. Okay, okay. And now I live in the United Kingdom, and they have weird people on in the morning. And I don't know morning. what they're doing. Yeah, and I can't. They have this morning, where the last time we were there, uh, there was a woman who could uh, um, uh, carry bean cans with her vagina. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought about her a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to be able to carry, if I had a vagina. Yeah. I would want to carry bean cans with it. Yeah, I mean, listen, sometimes you're, you know, you need a, you're missing an arm. You're I can. getting those groceries out of the car. Yeah. And you have one, exactly one bean can. Yeah. Then. What else are you going to do? There you go. Do you have inspiring. a bean can? Uh, the world of film. Have you seen anything recently? That I saw Suspiria and hated it. Really? Yeah, it was not good. Uh, what else have I been seeing? Oh, I saw the Melissa McCarthy Will You Ever Forgive Ooh, Me movie. I'm dying to see it. It's very good. Yeah. It's very good. She's fantastic in it. And it's, they film a lot of it in Julius's, which is my favorite the best. bar in New York. And mm. so that made me feel, especially here in LA, I was feeling very, I'm not in New York. I'm not in London. I'm here in LA. It made me feel very like warm and fuzzy. Okay. And she's great. And it, it deals with the character's gayness in a way that was really interesting and in that it was totally secondary to the plot. Like, uh-huh. they never really discussed coming out or struggles or anything, and no one ever took any notice that everybody was just, she was a lesbian, her best friend and accomplice in forging documents by esteemed writers were homosexuals. So I thought that was really cool. And the performances were great and she'll probably get nominated and I will see Melissa McCarthy in anything, anything, even those stupid ones. Love them all. 
Love them all. She can do no wrong. Um, yeah, but I haven't been watching a ton lately. It's been strange because I've been traveling around so much. I'm, yeah. I'm without a television okay. and without like a DVR, so I haven't been. Bodyguard is on Netflix. Have you watched this? Nope. Um, it's It was a huge hit in the UK. It just came out on Netflix. It's really good. Uh, Richard Madden, I think is his name, who played Rob Stark on Game of Thrones, uh-huh. is in it. Pisa as well. Uh, yes, and he's the bodyguard, and he spends an entire episode, I believe it's the fourth, in his underwear. Okay. And um, if only to skip to the fourth episode and watch him in his oh, underwear yeah. is entirely worth it. But it's really good thriller Who kind of thing. Who plays the Whitney Houston role? Uh, I don't remember her name. An English actress who mm-hmm. is like famous there. I'm having a hard time with UK famous people sure. because I'm yeah. so into famous people here. And then you watch like the celebrity edition of some game show, and it's not only three people who I have no idea who they are. I also have no idea why they're famous, like yeah. what this thing that they were on is. And yeah, I'm like, oh, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't I understand stop Katie Price. The, the Daily Mail, which is a you know, demonic publication, uh-huh. but they do have good celebrity gossip. The sidebar of shame. And then yeah. they have the, they have a tab for showbiz and uh-huh. then they have a tab for us showbiz. And I'm, I'm always like, don't forget to click that last tab or they'll, they'll dump all the UK celebs on you. But even in the us showbiz tab, you're still getting all of these. Who, who did you just say? Katie price, Katie yeah, price. She's Katie all price over. Stories. Uh, Peter Andre is all yeah. over everything. And I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure. No, no, who they are with. or what they did. No, band. Oh, Katie price is amazing. Yeah. And she should, she should make the trip across the Atlantic. She's, she's wonderful. She's like kind of a reality TV, okay. you know, whatever. Well, she's so had the so time. Far. It just hasn't worked out. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard. Yeah. Not everyone makes the leap. Yeah. You did. I made the leap backwards. I made the opposite leap. That's a fun leap. Yeah. Yeah. It's been good so far. I'm excited for, you know, married life. We've never lived together, my yeah. husband and I, so we're living together for the first time. Where? So we're we're living in Islington. Oh, I love Islington. Address. It's very nice. Do you get to the glory? Um, yes, of course. We're very close to the glory. Oh. Um, I greatly enjoy the glory. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I haven't been out a lot. My husband is not much of a goer outer so uh-huh. okay lots of sitting around watching love island let's take <laughs> a quick break and then we'll come back and talk about your love island oh thanks Ooh, it's spooky time! I'm so scared, Dave. I'm so scared. Oh, well, this week, Earwolf is transforming into something scary. Fearwolf! <gasps> it's coming to haunt your precious ears with spooky episodes and hair-raising special guests on all your favorite shows. Like Unspooled with Paul Shear and Amy Nicholson breaking down one of the most influential horror movies of all time, Psycho. Ooh, Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast will have an interview with horror master and director of Fright Night, Tom Holland. And off book, they're serving up a Halloween musical spooktacular. On our show, Brian Moylan's going to try to get us to say sexy things that we don't want to. Ooh. Will we unleash our intersex pigs or won't we? <laughs> I don't know. On Womp It Up, the city of Marina del Rey gets a little spookier when local mystic Marionetta Poppy Minona, that's, I'm not saying that right, drops by to reveal the future and her true form. Oh, that was a scary pronunciation of her name. Woo. Guys, don't miss your favorite Fear Wolf shows this week on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Hey, we're back! 
Brian. Matt McConkie. Dave Holmes. Yes. Tell us how you got that ring on your finger. From the from the from the beginning. Yeah. From like where we met? Yes. We met at a party um that the then owner of Gawker, Nick Denton, threw at his house. Mm-hmm. It was for a very good documentary called Tabloid that if you, you ha- I know you haven't heard of it, but you should look it up. It's about this woman who was at the center of like two very bizarre tabloid frenzies. It, it like one in the 60s, like one in the 80s. And um, so we were at this party and my now husband came to track me down because he liked my writing on Gawker.com when I was writing there. And so um, he's an avid Housewives fan, as am I. And so that's how we met. And then he, he said... He was already a Housewives fan. Before. He was already a Housewives oh, I fan. you converted him. No, because he was reading my Housewives scribblings. And then, yeah, because... I mean, we spend more time talking about the housewives than any singular topic. Yeah, because they're our TV friends, of course, and we love them. Do you get Hampshire, Real Housewives of Hampshire? Isn't that? Uh, it, no, it was Cheshire. Cheshire, sorry, Real Housewives of Cheshire. I have yet to watch it. I don't really do the international versions, but yeah, maybe one of these days. We'll see. But um, he sent me an email. He's he's ten years older than I am, and so he sent me an email and was like. I'm not very good at this, but I would like to ask you out on a date. And I was like, oh, my God, this adorable old man. How can I not go out with him? So I went out with him. We had a great time. And then the next, the very next day, he didn't do any of that wait two days, like whatever bullshit. He just emailed me the next morning and was like, I had a very good time. I would like to ask you out on a second date. And I was like, oh, you adorable old man. <laughs> and um, and was there, were there were you making out and stuff happening on these dates or anything? No, like no making out. And so after the first date, when he didn't make out with me, I was like, oh, he mustn't be interested. And I'm such a slut. I always put out on the first date. Sure. And so then he made me wait like three three dates. And that's like how he trapped me, mm. I think. Um, may I just ask quickly, Dave, did you and Ben make it on the first date? We did not. Were, was there making out? There was. There and, was, and ma- that was. Wait, the- was there? No, there wasn't. There wasn't well, until we later. We met in like in out in the wild. We did. So it wasn't really so that on the first meeting, no first out. meeting, no making out. Uh, like when you yeah, met. This, no, when we first met, no, and then when we went on a date, no. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, I think it was the second. Wow. Yeah. Very gentlemanly. Well, you know. Did was, you and uh, we? We uh, we met online, and so then the first meeting was a first was it was a proper a date. date, and then and at the end of that date, there was making out. Got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, just wanted to do that little sidebar. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and how many years ago was this? Um, like seven and a half years ago. Oh wow! So then you have all these years in New York where you're together, you're having a great relationship, but it's open. You're not living together. Yeah. And then it eventually came to bite us in the ass because neither of us are really marrying types. But then when he decided to move to the UK, they were talking to the attorneys about bringing me along with Mm -hmm. me. And in the UK, if we had lived together for two years, uh, I could have just moved there without getting married. But because we never lived together, Mm. then we had to get married. So, Uh yeah. So we did it. Okay. Can you talk about the wedding? Um, It was, we were, we were kind of going back and forth on 
you know, courthouse? Do we do a thing? Who do we invite? Do we invite anybody? Do we not invite anybody? And there was a lot of tension surrounding that because neither of us initially really wanted to do it. And then I, once I knew that that's what I had to do to be there, I was kind of like, okay, that's cool. Let's just do it. And he was still like very resistant to it because he didn't like having to do, like be told he had to do something. And so, yeah, there was a lot of talk with the therapist about what was going on and whatever. But then eventually we decided very quickly to do a little ceremony. We did it at a friend's house um, on her terrace in New York City. It was like 20 people and some catering and some flowers and whatever. So it was very nice mm-hmm. and cool. Um, yeah, and we went to the courthouse. We had to go to the courthouse to get our marriage license, which was the best going. It's the only good experience I've ever had with bureaucracy because you go and everybody's in a good mood and there's people from all walks of life and gay people and straight people and immigrants and whatever. And they're all there and they have a step and repeat where you can get your pictures taken. If you get married, you can buy souvenirs, you can buy flowers. And, you know, it's like all all love at the city clerk's office in, in New York City. So it was nice. And I think that once we did it, we were both glad that we did it and, you know, are kind of into it. And it was my husband's idea to get rings because we weren't going to do it. And then he was like, maybe we should. And so you wear here it we well. are. Thank you. Thank you. They don't match. His is a different color and bigger. His is rose gold? His is white gold because he's <laughs> racist. Oh, um, I'm sorry to hear wait, that. Wait, was and was this lead up therapy just him solo, or did you ever do it together? We had it together. We had a nice gentleman oh. together, um, and uh, yeah, because and it was before we decided to move, and this marriage thing was happening because we were having some issues, and kind of like any couples, I'm sure you guys understand, like we were having the same fight like over and over again, and so it was kind of let's just go and settle these arguments. Uh-huh. Um, and so we did some of that and then the moving thing came up and then wedding stuff and blah, blah, blah. So it became much more necessary than we initially thought it would be. Yeah. That's always how, it but goes. it was like, it's the best. I highly recommend it for anybody. Even if you think your relationship is healthy, just go sure. talk to somebody, get, get it checked out. It's like being on a talk show. And you're the only guest. Exactly. I just love talking about myself. <laughs> Actually, the only thing I love talking about myself is bitching about my husband. And so it was like perfect. It was like my world. two favorite things. Yeah. yeah. And we did an occasional like he would talk to one of us or, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah. Was it a long process? Um, It was kind of because uh, my husband travels a lot. It was it, it was kind of fits and starts right, right. over the course of like six months. But it was, it, you know, it was like once or twice a month. Uh-huh. So it wasn't like every week or anything like that. But sometimes when we were both in the same place, we would do it, you know, a little, with a little bit more intensity. But it was really good. And so. was there one session where you had like a, a breakthrough moment that was very clear? There were a few. I think that... um you know, and I think that a lot of times in relationships, we think that it's like if you would only stop doing that, like it's like your fault, like yeah. you're doing this thing. And and I sort of had to realize that, oh, I'm I am responsible for my part in this as well. And so, you know, maybe I have some changing to do. But yeah, so I think that was a big revelation and just, yeah. 
but I mean, most of the props were his. Let's be honest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Alf, you're a perfect human being. We what do you that. guys fight about? What's your like fight that you always have? Um, God, I don't know that we have one that we always have. We we we're we actually have a really good track record, believe it or not. Um, and we I mean there we have l- little things that we have that have like joke fights about. They're not even real. Like Michael has like a like an addiction to buying really nice coffee table books to the like art like big substantial art books where the, it's like they're running out of places to put them and so they're and he and he like and is now kind of like secretive about it so if he orders one he'll like hide it for a minute and then it'll slowly get introduced into the does the same thing with blankets we got really like 20 bl- like very nice blankets but they're not it's not a real fight so right I, I, um god i don't know we're it's he works a ton and it's not it's not a relationship issue it's just really hard you know we right. it's just it's just tough we don't you know it's, we don't have a lot of guaranteed hang time yeah that sucks yeah and so when we when we have it we try to you know gobble it up as much as we can <laughs> but you know what i mean no um uh but we are luckily don't really fight and i don't think that it's that, that either of us are sitting on like resentments that we're not voicing. it's just not you're not together enough to fight that's what yeah i guess that's the lesson is if uh yeah if you want to not fight one of you should get a job that you know requires like 100 hours of work per week right we're about the same yeah, we don't really we don't argue a ton either we're a little the opposite in that we both work from home Oh my God, that would drive me insane. So we're not like, Ben's in a studio in the guest house. So we're like, we're not on top of each other, but we're in the same space. And like, we're never busy at the same time. So like, so he'll have a a week where he's just slammed and I'm not. And so he can like pass through the house to get coffee and I'm taking a nap at two in the afternoon or it'll be the other way around. Yeah. Um, So we're like, we're in the same space a lot, but we're not together a lot. He works a ton. Right. Um, but yeah, we're not we're not big fighters either, really. Come the same. We hate to be space. what that separate studio space. Oh That's yeah, no, it's it's key. it is the secret too. We and argue a lot about yeah. like movies and TV and stuff, yeah. especially you know, and we have a lot of differences of opinion about that. But that's just like fun, uh-huh. you know, like arguing. Give me one, and I'll tell you who's right. Um, oh, well, the, our favorite thing to do is we'll like both go see a movie and like it. We'll both like it, but we'll like it for different reasons. And then we like argue about why it's a good movie, Uh Uh, like stupid shit like that. And it's just, you know, ridiculous. Uh And, you know, I tend to be a little bit more, uh, uh, not even liberal. I want to, but like sort of extreme in my political beliefs in a way that he's not. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we kind of argue about those things, but we did have fights, a lot of fights around like cleanliness issues yeah. mm-hmm. and things like that. Cause he's a lot more clean than I am. And, um, we had some, we had a big fight. He thought I wasn't like ambitious enough. And right. so we had to have this like fight over and over again where it's like, girl, it's my career and I think I'm doing fine. And yeah, like well, also like which uh, which season of, of uh, Real Housewives are you on, buddy? Exactly. How many recaps have you written this week? Because I've <laughs> written nine. Um, but uh, but that was one of the fights like that we 
got over thanks to therapy. Uh-huh. And, you know, we did talk a lot about, you know, one space and respecting each other and accommodating each other and sort of like each, you know, me easing up some, uh, or, you know, me being conscious of how clean or not clean I'm being and him easing up a little bit on his judgment about my mm-hmm. habits. Your lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. It, it, well, interestingly, it seems like the open relationship thing was not one of the, uh, like, sticking points in therapy. Well, we've never had, like, a closed relationship. Like, since we started, it was never, like, something that, you know, I kind of said, like, this is it. Like, if I'm going to be in a relationship, um, this is how it's going to be. And he was, like, good. And he was in a relationship for a, lo- a long time before we met. They had broken up, like, about a year before we met. And they were supposedly monogamous, but I think we're each kind of doing their own thing, as it were, and not talking about it and feeling guilty about it and all that bullshit. And so I'd rather just kind of be upfront Mm -hmm. about it. But now that we're living together, I don't know, like, I think we might need to have another conversation because before I would just, you know, he'd be out of town and have people at my house or I'd have assignations during the day at my house and, you know, whatever. But now that we live together, like, can I just, like, bring people over and like screw them in our bed or is that like not cool or can I like sleep with them in like the other rooms of the house or like you would have to limit it to the other rooms of the house I I think at least how about just limit it to the other person's place I don't think that's too much to ask it is too much to ask it is I mean you don't travel I I will travel but I don't know I, I feel that living in an urban area it's hard to f- a lot of people can't travel or a lot of people right. can't host and I can. And, you know, I have a really nice apartment. And so What's I don't, that? I don't want to like go to your like gross squat and yeah. be like, Oh, hi. You I- should start going to their squats first. So you can make sure that they're in it for the right reasons, which is just straight up boning. Sex. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, before they discover your beautiful apartment. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. But, uh, I mean, my old apartment wasn't beautiful, but at least it was mine. And, yeah. But, so, yeah, I don't know. I think we need to talk about that kind of stuff and figure out what the deal is. Because when you're here, if if anyone, if, if you are aware that anyone is coming to your place while you're gone, does that bump you? Not particularly, but I did. someone did come over and I asked him, like, did you do it in the bed? He's like, oh, no, we did it in, you know, one of the other rooms. But but I could only imagine, like, knowing how he is, if I were to sleep with someone in bed and make a mess, like, on the sheets, which you can wash, he would be like, whatever. But if I were to get something on a piece of furniture or on the carpet, it, there would be hell to pay. Like, that would be right, even right, worse right. than, like, like, making a mess on the carpet would be worse than, like, sleeping with somebody else. <laughs> it would be, like, a, a huge incident. Yeah, that's yeah. something that can actually right. a relationship. And, and so, right. So I feel like, you know, maybe it is better if we, I don't know. Or maybe it's better that I if just you do go out. calls only. I know, but that's so much work. Well, relationships are of all types are they work. take work. So you're in LA for the time being. I'm in LA for the time being. Are you just having 
sexcapades left and right? Um, I've had a few. Not a lot. I've been working a lot. So that's been kind of limiting to me. I also, the weird thing about LA, and I don't know if you have found this as well, but um, LA grinder during the week is like off the chain, like particularly like during the day. Yeah. But on the weekend, I can't get a hello. I can't get anything to save my life. And I'm not particularly sure why that is. I think, you know, maybe people are out partying or they are waiting for the best thing to come around. And so they don't care about me. Um, but, or people here just don't have real jobs like they do in New York. So they're just like free to fuck on a Tuesday afternoon. I don't know. Uh But, um, yeah, so I've had a few like altercations and then my husband was here for a bit. And so we were, and we haven't seen each other in a while. So we were actually sleeping with each other. Boring. (laughs) For for the reader. Um, Fully up in his, uh, in his brain. Yeah. Um, but no, it's actually lovely. And, but this summer I was in Fire Island quite a bit and I, I, um, was very poorly behaved. Very active. Fire Island all summer. Okay. Um, Let's get let's hear the hit parade. Well, we started doing this thing on because uh, I would come from London, so I would be here the whole week because I didn't have an apartment to go back to in the city. So a number of my friends would stay out longer than just the weekend, and so we started doing pool parties on Monday afternoon, and we would just go to show tune Sundays on Sunday night, which is where everyone goes to sing show tunes, and. Um, we just like invite everybody to yeah. be like, oh, we're having a pool party tomorrow. We're having a pool t- party tomorrow. And then like Monday afternoon, I just like get on Grinder and invite like everybody. Just yeah. like come to our house for a pool party and like bring booze. And, you know, we'd get maybe like 50 people because there's nothing else to do on a Monday afternoon in Fire Island. And we had a nice pool. And Are you trying to curate this list or you're just like, no, it's just like, welcome. come everybody. what may. Everyone welcome. And of course, you know cute boys or people who I had been flirting with or whatever. It's like, Oh, come on Monday. And, um, yeah. And so we would get a bunch of boys and there'd be some boy I was flirting with. And then, um, this was my like pool party move was then I'd be like, Oh, would you like a tour of the house? And I'd be like, sure. And I'd be like, Oh, this is the living room. This is the kitchen. This is my room. And like close the door. And then like, you know, just like and make out it, and have fun. Did that always work? A hundred percent of the time. Wow. Well, it was usually like people who, who were expressing some interest. Right, right, right. And so, yeah. And so, yeah, but it worked like every time we did it. A couple, uh, a few times, twice at the same party. Wow. Oh, you do one tour, finish that up. And then right. And be like, oh, would you like a tour of the house? And, and then like the 4 p.m. tour. Right, right. Give like more tours of the house. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Amazing. So, so one gentleman I took, um, he was 20 something like Twinkie, which isn't my usual flavor. And he and his friends were all there staying at the Belvedere in Cherry mm-hmm. Grove. Do you know what Sorry. this is? No. Sorry about that. Um, okay. The Belvedere is. In Cherry Grove, which is the sort of lesbian drag queen neighborhood of Fire Island. And our house was in the Fire Island Pines, which is more of the like fancy, like the WeHo, Chelsea wow. of like Fire Island. Um, and where the houses are bigger and the peop- the bodies are nicer and the parties are harder, all that stuff. So they were staying at the Belvedere, which is this like crazy old 
uh, guest house. It's clothing optional, men only. It's insane. They call it Liberace's bathhouse because it's just this like over the top, like insane. Every room is different. There's all this crazy furniture and like murals. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, it looks like a Venetian palace, like on Fire Island. It's like insane. And I highly recommend visiting. And, um, and so they were all staying at the Belvedere, but the clientele tends to be a little on the older side. And, um, you know, there are all these 20 something kids there. And so What's I was like older, um, like 50 plus. Okay. Okay. Um, and so I'm not offended then. Okay. No. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> no. And I mean, I, I love, uh, an older gentleman. So I'm, you know, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. I'm just saying, you know, it's not for everybody, but so I invited them all over and so this one kid, we're like flirting, give him the house tour or whatever. And we start like doing it. And he's like, oh, daddy, I want to be your boy. Like, daddy, daddy, whatever. And I'm like, what? yeah, I was like, I don't, I'm like 40 and fine it's with that. Very young 40. Thank like you. Yeah. And I don't feel like I have like a daddy energy about me. Like, you know, I am advanced in age, but I don't think anyone would see me and be like, oh, he's a daddy. Yeah, I think sometimes people are just really eager to hear themselves say that word. I know. And I was like, should I be offended? Should I say something? It's like, I'm sleeping with this hot 22-year-old. Like, should I just, like, take what life has given me? Or should I be, like, upset about it? And? Did you just uh, like? Did you like hearing that word at all? I mean, like, not particularly, but I was like, okay, whatever. Right, right. It's not like like once I was sleeping with this gentleman. This was many years ago, and he was a very handsome gentleman, and he kept saying like, "Fuck my boy pussy," like "Fuck my boy nope. pussy," and I was like, nope. "No." And nope. finally, I had to be like, "Please stop saying that." Like, yeah. I don't want to hear that at all. Yeah. Um. So it wasn't like that where it, I had an aversion to it. But it was it just kind of caught me off guard a little bit because I didn't think that's what the dynamic was. But apparently it was for him. Uh-huh. But you know, and if if I can help you fulfill your fantasy, I'm happy to be here to do that. But it was very. So you did not jump in and participate. You just let that comment go. Yeah, I was just like, okay, yeah, and you know, just kept like going with it. How does one meet people in Fire Island? Is it face-to-face or is it, is everyone on their phones? Sadly, it's a lot more like app-based now, which yeah. I think is very unfortunate. Um, but there's still some face-to-face. There's, uh, you're, you're going to a lot of social functions, whether you're going to, you know, tea, which is like happy hour. You go out at night um, and you go to a lot of pool parties and stuff. And the thing about Fire Island is it's mostly New Yorkers and it's kind of like intersecting intersecting social circles. So you're getting a lot of, oh, here's my friend, whatever. And mm-hmm. so you're being introduced to a lot of people. So I think there is still some like face-to-face. There's a lot of face-to-face meeting and socializing, but I think for the boning, we're finding it more and more on the apps. But mm-hmm. there is the underwear party on Friday nights. So you can go to that and just lurk in the back room and suck as many dicks as you want. There's the meat rack, which is not as active as it used to be, but you can still kind of go. You know, there are your opportunities for sort of in-person cruising, but it's becoming very app-based. But, um, you know, and I I found the apps to be good for, like, recruiting people to come over (laughs) to, like, our pool parties and stuff. But, uh, But then it was like, I'd rather you, like, come and, like, meet you and then, you know, see what happens and just be, like, come over from the app. It's like you're living in Grindr, girl. Like, put your phone down and... Uh You know, take it all in. Would you be comfortable letting us see your Grindr profile? A hundred percent. I put it, when I worked at Gawker.com, I put my Grindr profile on Gawker. 
And oh, wow. um, yeah, we, grinder or scruffs? Let's let's start we with grinder. Saw each other on yeah scruff. Oh, we did. Oh yeah, we did. Um, a friendly wolf was exchanged. Yeah, wolf. and I was like, oh hey girl, yeah. what's up? I invited you to breakfast, but you had to run. I had to run. I know. I was all lonely by myself in beautiful Manhattan Beach. Ah, oh, isn't it great down there? Uh, it's not my favorite. Really? I mean, it's a little far from civilization. That's true. Um, but, uh, you know, it was nice. Here. Mustache rides. That's my oh headline. Oh, my God. What? Okay. So, the, right. yeah, the name is Mustache Rides. Uh-huh. I'm going to give this to you next, Dave. Yeah. Oh, I've seen it. We've got a shirtless <laughs> Brian. Yeah. Clean shaven except for a stash. Gorgeous pompadour. A body looking great. Thank you. Uh, this is a couple years old, honestly, which I it's probably time to update. But it yeah. looks like you are, th- this was taken, I mean, there's a great, was this an... I used to sleep with a photographer. Okay. And he was like, let's do a photo shoot. And I was like, okay. And so we took that and like a bunch of filthier pictures, uh-huh. several of which I still use um, today for more um, intimate photos that I'm sending. We've got uh-huh. mustache rides. Online now, zero feet away. Forty years old, open relationship, white, six foot two, one eighty pounds, smooth. You're six foot two? Yeah, ish. I'm like uh, between six one and six two. So I, I'll cop to taller. Is it dangerous to swipe? Um, no. There's no like. There's not supporting. There's not numbers. like I. I don't have like an unlocked wiener picture. You have to like. Yeah, I'll like send it to you. Right, right, right. Yeah. To those um, deemed worthy. Yeah, but you can like look. I used to be funnier than it is now. What I do, mostly procrastinate, honestly, which is why I'm here. So true. Yeah. Um, what interests me? Making out three ways and dessert. Very true. Fun. All great things. Yeah. Um, can I talk about one of the things that annoys me the most about Grinder slash Scrub Profiles? Please. Um, girl, if you're going to link your Instagram why is that shit private? Why is it private? Why is it private? Oh, because they want followers. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm not going to fo- request to follow you. No. That's like, and I'm only clicking on the Instagram to see more pictures of you so I don't have to ask you for more pictures. Thank you. That's fucking stupid. And if you do that, I hate you. Yeah, it's real dumb. But it really is just to like really monitor who's coming in to the uh, to the Instagram fold. Yeah. Um. Does your scruff profile have your relationship status on it? Yeah. Um, how have you found the reception to be to that? Um, I I mean, there are people who are like gross or whatever. Yeah. Not a ton. Yeah. Who just like don't approve of an open relationship. Yeah. And they're like, oh, why aren't you sleeping with your boyfriend? Yeah. 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 And it's it's like, like, okay, you don't, you don't know what you're talking about. So shut up. Right. And and cuz I used to not have it on there. Because because of that cuz I didn't want to get into the whole thing. But now that we live together and stuff, it's a little bit harder to be like, "Oh, well, maybe you can't come over today cuz I have a boyfriend." Or like, "Oh, yeah, my boyfriend's right. here, so if you want this, you need like both of us." Right. Uh-huh. Um Yeah, how often is that happening? Um not often just because uh we're not often in the same city. And he's, like, really kind of lazy about it. He would just rather, like, sit around and read the newspaper and not be bothered. (laughs) (laughs) That that. Yeah. And, um, you know, but it happens on occasion. And, you know, yeah. Um, 
Dave, you don't have to show me, but what, can you just can you describe what the scruff profile looks it's like? It's just a picture, and I think no information at all, like age, very and, little. Yeah. But you're like if if you were if since you know what Dave looks like, you yeah. you immediately recognize him. It's not well, like okay. you're trying to yeah. yeah. So what? It's not, it's not a shirtless. No, thing. no, no, no. Shirt on, looking good, Thanks. looking yeah. fit. Is it black and Thanks. white? No. Oh, I don't know why I remembered it like yeah. that. It's sepia toned in my memory. Okay. From, and how yeah. often are people, op- I'm sure they're recognizing all the time. How often are they acknowledging that they recognize? Uh, once in a blue moon. And honestly, it's like, I I kind of, I mean, I'm in Manhattan Beach, right? And I'm yeah. like waiting for my running partner to show up. So I'll be like, who's in Manhattan Beach? Right. That's kind of. Brian James Moylan. Brian James <laughs> Um Yeah. So that's kind of it like i'm not i don't like while i am free to use it for for meeting people the actual logistics of doing that are horrifying to me yeah yeah you know yes i just don't want to window shopping and yeah yeah Yeah, i know that's lame but i always look and so i looked when i was at matt's for brunch yesterday and (laughs) um oh well so speaking of getting recognized and then i'll tell the story but Uh um I've gotten recognized a fair amount and I've gotten recognized from being on this podcast of like, oh, oh I loved you on homophilia. And I'm like, oh, well, girl, you know my deal. Come on over. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, so even you have uh, experienced the homophilia bump. Yeah. And, you know, or people recognize me from and my my Instagram is linked to my account, which has my name in it. So even if you don't recognize me, some people will know my name from whatever. And I'm like, I'm happy to fuck a fan. So Mm -hmm. please like message away. And um, uh, so yesterday I was here in L.A. and Tyler Oakley was like four squares away on Grindr with like like. You know, like the author photo of Tyler Oakley looking adorable as always. And I was like, I would fuck the hell out of Tyler Oakley. Yeah. And so usually my opening line um, is to tell every, say I love you. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and if you think it's funny, then like I'll sleep with you. Yeah. And if you don't, then I can't be bothered. Yeah. But so, but I wasn't going to be like, I love you to Tyler Oakley because He's then it's like, yeah. yeah, whatever. So it's just like, hey, what's going on? And never heard back. So oh, yes. sad. Yet, but I was very impressed with Tyler Oakley, like putting it out there. It was his profile, like, "Yep, it's me." No, it just, it, it just, it was one of those, like, make sure you have a face picture, yeah. which I kind, which like I agree with, but find annoying. Yeah. What um, did Price say on Twitter the other day? It was so funny. Oh, he had a whole thread. <laughs> what was it? Was like when people say like blank group to the front of the line yeah price is like there's no line there's yeah. no line yeah no that line. was like Nobody's oh my god for anyone for anyone no. yeah no demand there's no line is far outstripped by supply you so know what i mean yeah absolutely yeah um so i went to brunch at matt's house yesterday and i was like who's around let's look at the neighbors and yeah. so i i click on it and the guy who was like four squares away it was just a torso, and his headline was "Hung Uber Driver," and I was like, "Okay." And so when we were ready to leave, I was like, "Let's message Hung Uber Driver." <laughs> and Matt was like, "You better because you're going to talk about this on the podcast tomorrow." I need a good story. Come on. <laughs> and so I messaged him and was like, "Hey, we need a ride like from Eagle Rock back to our hotel in West Hollywood. Can you come get us?" And like, no response. Not cool. It's, so it's that weekend grinder in LA. I'm telling you. For the birds, That's right? Wow, That's right. But if you're putting Uber driver in your profile, you're you're put you're available for rides. Exactly. Like, why else would you say like hung Uber driver? Just yeah. be like hung. Yeah. 
Like thirty percent of the LA population is an Uber driver, so that's right. not. Um, I had two gay Uber drivers this this really? trip. Yeah, I was into it. I didn't try to hit on either one of them, which is very off brand. Yeah, why not? I don't know. I just felt like, oh, you're doing your job, and you know, whatever. And I mean, one of them was very out of my league, so I was not going to mess with that. What's out of your league mean? Just like much more attractive than wants to sleep with me. Is there such a thing? Oh, a hundred percent. There totally is. I find it hard to believe. Oh, Matt McConks, you're very sweet. You're very sweet. Um, but yeah, I had a great summer in Fire Islands and giving people house tours. A lot of action that way. Um, met a lot of nice gentlemen. Um, but um, and and I love that my friends are very supportive of each other, like getting laid. Um, because, you know, we're in a particular relation, you know, a specific relationship as my friends say, and they're like fine with that, whatever. But, um, so one Friday I went to the underwear party and I saw a very handsome gentleman Uh and, uh, he was there making out with his boyfriend who was a little person. So they were you know, obvious to notice it. And they were both very handsome. I was like, I'm going to go like, see what's up with these guys. So I'm like chatting with them. They were staying in Cherry Grove as well. And they like, didn't have a hot tub. And they're like, Oh, all we want is a hot tub, blah, blah, blah. And the underwear parties in Cherry Grove. And so I was like, Oh, we have a hot tub. Like, why don't you come back like for a hot tub party? And they were like, Oh, we don't want to walk all the way to the pines tonight. We're staying in Cherry Grove, whatever. And so I was like, okay, well, if you want to come tomorrow, like hit me up, whatever. And so, um, a friend of mine made me business cards before I left for London to like introduce myself to people. And it says, uh, kindly send nudes to at Brian J. Moylan. Uh-huh. Which you just wrote on the Which table I just here. wrote on the table here at Homophilia. And so I gave them one of the cards. Sadly, it has yet to work, but they're a big hit. But I haven't uh-huh. gotten any nudes. But if any Homophilia listeners want to send nudes. Send them. At Brian J. Moylan. So they like hit me up on Instagram and they were like, oh, hey, you know, do you want to like hot tub party? And I was like, sure. Yeah, come on over Saturday night, like after dinner, whatever. And they're like, oh, can we bring our friends? Uh And I was like, yeah, I guess. Okay, whatever. I can make this work. So they come over with maybe, I think it was like three of their friends. Oh, boy. And, you know, we're like all kind of hanging out, like in my housemates or, you know. And the the friends are nice, you know, whatever. Not nearly as handsome as, as this couple. But so they start like hanging out and chatting and drinking. And I tell the two of them, I was like, oh, let's like go get in the hot tub. So we like get in the hot tub together and we're kind of messing around, like slap and tickle, like dicks out, like whole nine yards, whatever. Sorry, is the first entrance into the hot tub under the guise of like, hey, we're all wearing trunks and we're just, you know, we're just hanging out. and No, Fire Island rules apply, which is like no trunks in the hot tub. Really? Oh. Yeah. I think I'm more of a Cherry Grove person, I gotta say. You definitely (laughs) are more of a Cherry Grove person. You are way more of, like, a lesbian than... I mean, you can get in the hot tub with your trunks on if you want, but I sure wasn't. And, you know, I think it's kind of... It was definitely a let's get in the hot tub to make it happen. You know, not Mm -hmm. a let's just hang out in the hot tub, which... But even with my housemates, like, nobody wears trunks in the hot tub, so you know, whatever. And nothing's going to happen there. Yeah. But anyway, so we get in the hot tub and 
you know, things are happening. But then the friends keep like coming out to like talk to us at like their friends. And my housemates are kind of like, oh, let's come in here. Like whatever, leading them away, knowing what is going down in the hot tub. And yeah, the friends like kept coming out. And then my housemates tried to keep them occupied and they were like, let's get out the drag. And so they're all like putting on drag and wigs and heels and dresses and whatever. And by this point, it's like one in the morning and some of my housemates have gone to bed and whatever. But then once they got in the drag, they didn't want to just perform for each other. Then they wanted to keep coming out. We had to keep stopping what we were doing and like get under the water and put everything away every time they'd come out. And I was, and you know, the couple was encouraging them and I wanted to be like, Stop it, all of you. Yes. Like, what is wrong with all of you? Like, please don't. You're here for a very clear reason. Like, Right. And so, like, recognize that there is shenanigans happening in the hot tub and go away. Yeah. Get your wig on and go away. Yeah, exactly. Nobody wants to talk to you. No one wants to hear you. But, so was this slap and tickle session, did, did it reach a satisfying conclusion? It a no, it did not. Eventually, I was just kind of like, the friends were getting drunker and louder. Their friends were getting uh, drunker and louder. And I was like, this is going to be like an incident if I, I'm going to have people to answer to in the morning if you know, they wake anybody up. So I was sure. like, oh, yeah, maybe we should, like, wrap this party up. Yeah. And, you know, sent everybody packing. And sadly. Did you see this couple again, or that was it? I did not. I did not, sadly. But I have their, like, Instagram. I could say hi in okay. New York. I was thinking about it, but then it never got around. But I was so mad that they weren't like, dude, let's or be like, go away. We're trying to whatever. Or try to go somewhere else so that we could have some time together they were into the drag queen interruptions i know and i was like um you know you don't have to if you're not into it but you can't have your cake and eat a drag queen too you know it's a very specific kink is i mean the most specific yeah well i need to experience fire island with brian moylan have you have you been i've been midweek like twice midweek is the best though yeah it is yeah, but I haven't seen any of the wild, you know, crazy shit. Anyway, and that's fine because they would frighten me. You really? I mean? Yeah, I don't. I can't imagine going to an underwear party. That would really stress uh, me all the way out. Um, the best thing about the underwear party is that everyone has, like, everyone essentially checks their phones. So you're yeah. there, present, having a good time, and everybody's in their underwear. So it's a very good equalizer, and uh-huh. you're never the least attractive person there. Okay. So well, one person is. One person is. They're usually in the back, hiding in the darkness. Okay. Um, I yeah. Feel for them. I yeah. know. Um, I want to go and stay clothed and find that person and just befriend them. Yeah. You can stay clothed if you don't go inside. And that was the, if you don't go, so there's like a deck outside and you can stay outside in your clothes, but to go inside where the dance floor is and where the back room is, you have to take your clothes off. And that Gus Kenworthy, he would be a clothes on out on the deck kind of guy. Is that just an example or he literally is someone you've seen? He is someone who I would see do that. And I was like, Mm -hmm. girl, your ass is on your Instagram. Like Uh snatch it together and get up there on the dance floor and have fun. You know, what What are you worried about? Maybe he's like, he. maybe he was worried about the people who felt uh, on the outside like I am, wants to take care of them. I think that's probably it. I mean, I think you'd, you'd be fine. You just uh, need to like let go and well, don't let we God. All. Yeah. Yeah. And have some fun. I, um, I usually don't venture into the back room because 
I like to feel special. Like I, I want you to want to have sex with me right. and like it, not just go in the back and have everybody kind of grabbing on you, whatever. Cause is this back area area where it's like, you don't, you don't even know who, what dick belongs to who kind of thing. You can kind of see a little bit, but there's a lot of just like, you know, it's, you know, people with their dicks out or, you know, someone's like on their knees sucking some dicks and everyone just shoves one in their face and, you know, wants a, or, you know, people are just grabbing at you or whatever, especially if you are a more attractive gentleman or you're engaging in some sort of action that they want in on. Right. Um, but so I don't usually go into the back room because I want to feel like special. Not that I'm opposed to any back room action at all. It's just not like my thing. But I ran into a gentleman at the underwear party who I'd been sleeping with semi-regularly in New York. And he was like, oh, let's go to the back room. And I was like, this seems like a very good idea. And so okay. then we went into the in the back room and I like fucked him in the back room. Wow. And were other, were other people trying to get involved? No, everyone was kind of just like, there was some like looky loose and some like touching, but like no one trying to like get in on it. But I think we were giving off like just the two of us no. vibes. You're like, we're having a special moment. Yeah. Make bag. it if we try, but I do enjoy like a, you know, special moment in that like highly sexualized atmosphere. Um, but I find it very difficult to climax with all of the various and sundry external simulations. Yeah that's, yeah. that's a lot. Yeah. But it was a real fun time. I'm just remembering that after your last appearance, somebody tweeted us and was like, Matt, he was like mad at the way that he thought we were reacting to you. Really? And I was yeah. like, I couldn't have been more delighted by everything you were saying. But I think the maybe the maybe the blushing was coming across. Anyway, so somebody sent us an angry tweet that was like, Matt and Dave, you need to let your fuck pigs out. Your oh yeah, pigs. our inner oh. pigs. I was like, what does that even mean? Yeah, so that's why you're back. So and and how They're are you? Out. How are your inner? Is this what you this look like it. with your fuck pigs out? Yeah, this is these are our this fuck pigs, as guys. Fuck piggy as it's getting. Yeah, and for me, honestly, this is it. Um, I don't. You know, I'm definitely very sexually open, but I went to Berlin a handful of years ago, and I mean. There, that is some like inner fuck pig action. Like really? Berlin made me feel like an American prude, where I was like, oh, 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 just like clutching my pearls, and I couldn't even. The whole the pig motif in like porn and get, it is is just confusing to me, and the the idea that that's that that somehow represents like the apex of like raw sexuality is like fucking gross. Yeah, pig. Yeah, I th- yeah, the marketing language the market, could use yeah. a, little, yeah. a little tweaking. Well, and again, I feel the same. Like, if I don't mind your pigginess, like, whatever you're into, you're into. But there's something about the pigginess that connotates to me, like, anybody can fuck me. Uh-huh. And like I said, right. I want to feel special. Yeah. Like, I want to feel like, oh, I want you to fuck me to, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Also, because- I love actual pigs and and i don't have very smart yeah i don't want to demean that or not even demean them but you know what i'm saying i know do you have any crazy sex or not even crazy do you have any sex fantasies that you have want to work out that you haven't brain you know i'm not gonna answer this (laughs) mamakais i thought i was gonna trick you into answering it no come on like not really. Like I've tried, <laughs> I've tried most of, I, and that's the thing is I've tried a lot of stuff. A lot of times I would do things 
and like write about them. Like I went and got beat up by an S and M professional. I like wore a chastity device for a week. I, um, you know, would just do crazy stuff and write about it. And, um, yeah, but none of it, I'm really into, like, I'm really on the inside, just a very vanilla person. I just kind of want to like make out and fuck. And, you know, and sometimes like if you're into things, then like, great. I met this gentleman when I was in the UK, just like chatting on Grindr or whatever. And he was very handsome. And he's like, oh, I, you know, I have this very specific fetish. Can maybe you can help me out with it. And, but he was being very like elusive about it. And I was like, okay, now you have, I'm dying to know what this is. And so it turns out that his fetish that he wanted help with is he wants to feel tiny, like not like, like an inch high. And so, and so he had like photoshopped himself into like porn pictures where he would be like inch high private eye on some like naked guy. And he wanted me to talk to him. Like I'm a giant and he's like a tiny person and like, yeah. And I was like, okay. And so I was like, sure girl. Like what I am here to like help you, you know, I want to help you have a good time. And so we had like a conversation, um, where it, and the and he's tiny, meaning he can crawl into orifices and he can do. It's like that. Um, was what uh, is it? Uh, the Pedro Almodovar movie where somebody does that. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um. Yes. Uh, like, it's like that. Yes. But yeah, he wants to be a tiny person, and yeah, and that's that was his thing. So how did you facilitate that? Or did he you? like wanted me to? talk about like oh you're in my hand and you're so tiny like an ant and blah, blah, and just kind of like wow talk to him like this did you go to his house and all the furniture's huge no <laughs> no we just talked like uh we were like chatting on grinder or scruff or whatever and then we voice chatted on what's like phone sexed kind of and yeah. i wasn't particularly uh aroused by it yeah. i was you know aroused by it you know, how aroused he was, but I was, I'm happy to get you there. You're a generous lover. Yeah. But I don't really have anything. I would love to get like gang banged. That's like the one thing I've never done. Like just like line them up and like, let them all have at it. Well, listeners, I know. Send nudes to Brian J. Moylan. The first uh, homophilia gang bump is about to be delivered. bangers to the front of the line. (laughs) What about you, Dave Holmes? What are your, like, um, what's your inner sex pig fantasy? Uh, I'm I'm pretty dull, too, honestly. I'm sorry, listeners. I'm sorry, Brian. They just involve Vanderbeek forearms. That's exactly correct. Um, James Vanderbeek? Yeah. He's got love. He's got great arms. Oh, I was um, a tap dancing sailor with James Vanderbeek in high school. Really? Yeah. What? Yeah. We're from the same part of Connecticut. Oh shit. Yeah, and we both knew how to tap dance. And regional productions of shows were always looking for young gentlemen tap dancers. Oh did wow! Did you get eyes on those forearms? I did get eyes on those forearms. I got eyes on him at like seventeen in his underwear. Oh, lovely. Yeah, he's he's at his hottest right now. He is very handsome. And I will say that's what I love about Riverdale. Getting back to what I'm watching is Riverdale not only has hot kids, it has like hot dads, too. As someone who enjoys a gentleman of a certain age, like and I'm happy to have like multiple generations of hot dudes Uh rather than just like hot young people. I don't lust after the Riverdale. I think of them almost uh, 
I like, I think of them as like our nieces and nephews. Those <laughs> right. are, I'm like, I don't want to go check out my kids. Yeah. I want to see how my Archie's doing. Right. But yeah. then when you see Luke Perry, does it give you stirrings? He, no, because he's cousin Luke. You know, they're my family. They're um, <laughs> when you were like a teen, uh, homosexual in Ohio who were you lusting after like was there any like pop culture well, crushes the, the one that stands out the most it was what there are two uh was the was Brad in Teen Witch the guy that she have oh, you seen yeah. Teen yeah. Witch lately yeah 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 he's gorgeous uh, I mean they straight up fuck he in, was in that movie it's very sexual he was on Melrose Place Yes, he was. He was? Yeah, he was. He sure was. You know that Teen Witch is Blake Lively's older sister, right? Of course. Yes. Okay, And good. you know that the, the top that rapper is uh, went on to be Jen's yoga instructor. No, I yes. did not. He's uh, Robert Blake's son. Oh, is, is Brad? No, is the top that guy. Oh, the guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm talking about the, the oh, girl. Oh, the girl. The girl. Oh, wow. Yeah. And the other one for me was in Nightmare on Elm Street Part or Dream Master Warriors. Warriors. No, Wars or Warriors is part three. Oh, Four I didn't is, know there was more than one. Dream Wars Master, Fire. Dream yeah. Master, and Dan was the love interest in that, and he was just like a like a, and she was sort of a. It's a very similar thing. She's a nerdy girl. He's like a jockey guy that she never thinks she can get, and then she does. Uh-huh. Is there something about, about that fantasy that like? That <laughs> the fantasy is that I'm a teen witch. Yes, a nerdy. Teen no, witch. you're like some the, nerdy guy who can't get you know can't get this person, and then you get him. But honestly, I feel like I already have. You know. Oh. I but mean, at I, the time, like, at that time, do you think it was? Uh, I, I want something, something I can't have for sure. Yes, but I think that a lot, a lot of the, the, uh, I'm sure we could talk to a million gay guys our age, and they, you know, feel the same way about those two. Who were yours? Sure. Huey Lewis. Really? And Corey Hart. Corey Who's Hart. Again? I wear my sunglasses at night. Uh-huh. Oh. Gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Wow. I um Yeah, it's a specific type. It's a, you know, 80s dude with a hairy chest and tight jeans. Yeah. You know? Huey Lewis is great. That's a great Where's who, oh. Huey Lewis now? He th- well, he he's had to retire from touring because he has uh, Meniere's disease. It's like a hearing. Yeah, it's like an inner ear problem. Oh, is he how uh, how does he look? Um, he looks really good. He looks really good. Um, yeah. He they all do. They've all held up well. All of the news. Mine the gorgeous cleft chin. He wears tinted glasses though. That's a problem. That's the hmm. one thing that makes him look like uh, like the uh, not reflections, but the ones that get yeah. darker. Oh, in yeah, the, yeah, 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 obsessive lenses. Uh-huh. Or yeah, whatever they're called. Whatever they're my um, teenage crush was Antonio Sabato Jr. Oh, beautifully. Oh, beautifully my God. Chosen. Yeah. But and now he's a fucking garbage person. Now he's a garbage person. Yeah. But he, I was a big General Hospital fan. Uh. And so that well, was, was it. So wasn't, wasn't Mark Consuelo's on General Hospital? He was on All My Children. He was on All My Children. Right. Yeah. He, and that was maybe a little after I s- kind of stopped watching because I stopped watching around college time. Sure. God, Antonio Sabato Jr. Oh, my God, yeah. Unreal. Unreal. I mean, yeah, I hate when you're a garbage person and you, like, ruin it for me. Yeah. It's like Scott Baio. I mean, he was that. Just kidding. I never had it for Scott Baio. I didn't either. 
I'm proud of that. Dean Kane. I had it for Dean Kane. Sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. Got it. Another Dean garbage Kane. person. But I love like Paul Ryan, I always joke is my ultimate type. Like he older. Is really good looking. Yeah. And I say older, fit, and a total asshole. Like that yeah. is my type. Yeah. And if you ever dark have hair, blue the eyes. opportunity to, to hate fuck him, you must do it until he dies. Yeah. I... Or just do it until he turns around. Yeah. Fuck some sense into him. Mm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I might want to have Paul Ryan hate fuck me. Wow. Gosh. Yeah, an Again, angry Irish dude. Just make sure it ends in uh, him dying. Him dying. Yeah. Well, that's my only request. On that note, on that, on that note, murderous. Since I killed Paul Ryan with my penis. Hey, it yeah. is the Halloween episode. That's true. Had to inject some murder. Brian, thank you so much for being here. Oh my god, Always it was a my joy. pleasure. I hope that. Um, you loved it as much as I love being here. Come we'll on. have to make this a trilogy. Yeah. Uh, Anytime. I, I feel like I need to go out and, you know. Live more stories. Live more stories for you. Um, Brian, you're the best. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you, everybody at Earwolf. Thank you, Dana Wickens. Uh, thank you, Ben, thank for the music. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Ben, for the music. Um, thank oh, you, Ophelix. Thank you, Dave Holmes, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you, Matt. Bye. Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season 3 has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, Season 3 is a great jumping on point, and we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season 3 of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.